die for real. Oh, uh, <laughs> if that if that doesn't say Radier's intro, I don't know what does. Oh, the my music mic hits. Is live. Oh, my mic's. On. <laughs> ah, yeah. I I did that just for you, Squeezer. I kn I knew. Ah, uh, thanks. I coughed and I'm like, oh shit, my mic's on. I'm like, I have to announce well, it. Well, I I knew when you said I'm killing our mics are going live, and I just hear the clinking of bottle caps. Oh yes, I had the I filled up two of my three beers on my giant stein, uh, while you guys were all listening to Barbie long play on NES. Oh, uh, one of my guilty pleasures I left out. The beauty of Barbie, my sis that was my sister's rental. So she got a rental on top of our my brother and I's rentals, mm -hmm. and every single time, she ran it rental uh, rented. Uh, Barbie for NES, which isn't an absolutely terrible game. So if I had a game that was awful, uh, the way Lisa liked to play Nintendo was to watch. She'd start, die, and then she'd make us play while she watched. Oh, it's like she was like an early innovator for Twitch. Yes. Oh, nice. It was a win-win. We got to play. Not the best game in the world. No one's ever going to say Barbie's the best game in the world. No, but not the worst. E there are much, many, many worse licensed games out there. Yes. E-Rock's joining us. Uh, what up, everybody? Hey. Sorry we were off last week. A little handsome squeezer was moving. Oh, God. How did, how's it going? Yeah. Let's, uh, give us an update. Oh, it's... Uh, well, we're live. We're doing a show. So there's that. Yeah. Uh... I, the uh, nice HVAC plumbing uh, gas guy is gone, so you didn't really the gas leak's taken care of. Oh, a gas leak! Of, yeah. Those are fun. Yeah, yeah. We opened the door to our new home and immediately like, oh, we got to call the gas company. So, yep, took care of that. So, uh, did the dirty dishes that the guy left for us in the dishwasher, then threw those out. Free dishes. Um. Uh, I was so I normally me you know me I'm like ooh free dishes but yeah. no I I threw them out out of anger yeah um, I I would have uh, sh shot them like skeet style yeah well I'm Duck. not I'm not in the same I moved out of that neighborhood otherwise they would have you know been more than happy to see that happen and then uh, there was a nice big uh, fish tank in the garage that I was gonna throw out but. Uh, our grossly incompetent dear friend of the show, Ian, wants it, so I'm going to give it to him. Or I might give it, bring it to him, and as I'm walking it over to him, drop it in front of him and watch it shatter and then laugh. Ah, that's, that's, uh, that's how It you would do be it. really mean. Uh, but then I'd have to sweep up the glass. So, uh, so uh, Joe's in the house, Otto and Brian. I know Brian's on his sleepy meds, in quotes. Oh, I'm on my sleepy meds, too. It's called resin. It's 9.5%. Uh, mine is uh, so I scored some more Sam Summer today. Did you see that? Oh, nice! So I went to uh, an Iraq as uh, has us. I know we're on a Monday night here. Uh, we're making up for last week. There will still be a Wednesday night show this week. We're doing two shows. Oh no, I can't. I can't do McMahon. My voice is not all there. Uh. Um, so I went to re uh, the other day. I was getting water for the boys at the ballpark for the old taxi squad squeezer and. Render mm -hmm. a thing in Phil, uh, in Pennsylvania now, and Autumn and Brian could attest to this, is the uh, beer cafes now in all the grocery stores. It's a way 
they can sell beer in a grocery store, calling it a beer cafe. It's a loophole. Right. Uh, Redner's on Airport Road is really stretching the limits of what you can call a beer cafe. It's a. Cor- is, is it just like, is it someone with like a table with one of those hot dog rollers sitting on top of it? I didn't see any food, quite frankly. <laughs> um, so the lady working it, I went in, in, and in Pennsylvania, you could only buy 192 ounces, which is, uh, I don't know where that equates to, but it's a 12 pack and like a beer and a half. I uh, think, I think it's, I think it's just under a case or something it's 15, just to fuck with you. 15 beers, I believe is the total 15, 12 ounce beers. Oh, that'd be why they sell the 15 racks then. Yes. Yeah, so 15 times 12 is 180 ounces. You can still get one more. So it's 16 hmm. beers. It's 16 beers. Uh, so anyway, uh, I was only buying a 12-pack at a time. So they had four 12-packs of Sam Adams Summer Ale, and I wanted all four of them. So I went in, bought one, left the store, walked it out to my car, went back in, bought another one, all four times. Same lady. Did not realize I was the same guy who just bought a 12-pack of the same beer, presented the same <laughs> ID, and had the same conversation. Hey, how's your day going? <laughs> every single <laughs> time four times in a row and i'm talking like a minute apart or maybe two at mat most uh, redners <laughs> yeah that's they used to when i was in good old uh Kutztown, there was a carry out and there was a guy whose job it was quote unquote his job was to card you as you went in but his real job was to stand there and watch your beer when you went back in for more Oh, yeah. Like that was his, I, I, that was the his real job to be there was because they wanted to sell more beer, so in theory it was to card you, but it was really to like so you could just walk outside, put your six pack down, go back in, get another. Are you talking about the the bottle shop there? The what's it called? The Shorty's Bottle Shop. It was right now. Well, that's gone now. It's a tasting room now. We just drove through town the other day. Oh, that bottle shop's gone. But yeah, that that's that's what it used to be. Yeah. yeah. That's where we get our Bohemian Ice yeah. at uh, for uh, three dollars a six pack. So it tasted like three dollars a six pack. Uh, Eric, the beer laws aren't as bad as you might think. They've laxed them up. You used to not even be able to buy beer in a grocery store at all. Yeah. Now you can buy beer and wine, and hopefully soon liquor, because they're talking about un, uh, well, privatizing liquor. Uh, not making it uh, a government job anymore because all the all the liquor in this state is sold by the state state stores. We but, are the largest purchaser of alcohol in the world. Yes, Pennsylvania. But you can you can also now get it. In, so the gas station down the street from me sells beer, which is amazing. But again, only a twelve uh, pack at a time. But was we you could buy beer to go from a bar. So if you're at a bar and you're you're done you're done at the bar and you want, I mean, this is a moot point in in Corona land. But um, if you're at a bar and you want to like go take a few home with you, you could take again. I think 192 ounces out of the bar to go, and they could sell it to you. Now I was in where were we? Springfield, Massachusetts, Squeezer. And, uh, it was Springfield, yes. Yes, and we were at a bar, and it, we were tired. We were working all day, and I just wanted to take a sixer home uh, and drink it in my in my room. And I was like, can I get a six of Heineken to go? He's like, what are you, from Philadelphia? Like, roughly, he's like, you can't do that <laughs> here. That's it's a Pennsylvania thing. <laughs> no, you know what, Sean? Uh, to be fair, I was at a Walmart 
I was down working uh, in Clearwater. You can all imagine what I was doing there. And um, <clears throat> I uh, was trying to get a, a 12-er or a 6-er or whatever to take back to my room. And the guy comes up and he's like, you got five minutes after midnight. You can't buy this shit. And I was like, ah, crap. So at least like the gas stations here will sell the two. Uh, so that's good news. But in California, you can get like alcohol, like you get liquor at the CVS. Uh, Which, so you can get painkillers and liquor at the same time. Yeah, you could do a one-stop shop. It's a one-stop. That's oh, so shop. convenient. Yeah. Joe, that's not fair. Yeah, I think you can. That's you can buy booze anytime. Like, uh, I don't know. The bars don't. No, I don't know if they. St- Stay open that late. In New York City, the bars stay open till 4 a.m. It's fucking awesome. Driving liquor stores. That would be cool. <coughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, growlers are, have been a thing here for a while. Uh, and crowlers, which are canned growlers, they can them right there. <sighs> I like beer. Yeah, I, I like beer as well. I have a giant, uh, 42 ounce mug of beer in front of me. Sam Adams Summer Ale, straight out from Bastion. I, I, I believe we're, we're putting in a um, a drink bar. Oh, in your so new we have home? a section that's going to work well. So we'll have like the little the little fridge and everything. And I'm oh. pretty sure I can get away with putting in a kegerator or a tap. Oh. I haven't told She came up with the idea. Now I'm going to just, you know, step it up a notch or two. That's all right. Okay. Uh, it's the new yeah. Squeezer Estate, the lush Squeezer Mansion. Oh, it's so, yeah. When, once we... Squeezer Manor, I should say. Once I got rid of all the... Oh, oh, you're breaking up. Breaking uh, up. Once you get rid of what? what oh, all the garbage. Okay. And a de-foreclosed uh, look on the house. Uh, the guy had a lot of shit hanging on the wall, and he wasn't very good at taking it off, so I got a lot of spackling to do. Yeah, um... That happens, you know, with single men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian says, uh, but no, it's like it's a beer. it's a lovely lovely place, and I have eventually there are plans. It's already laid out, and Mrs. Squeezer's all behind it, and I will be getting a nice recording studio down in the basement at some point. Oh. So in about seven or eight years from now, that's a uh, you guys will be hearing me differently. That's the positive. Uh, number right there that's 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 yeah uh, not uh, what's what's the word i'm looking for that's the uh what is the thinking good i don't know what the word i'm looking for is that's why <laughs> that's why we're such good friends because <laughs> you don't know either <laughs> i don't know either so brian pointed out he likes beer but he loves adult slushies adult slushies have taken off in pennsylvania what the fuck happened is this like part of the co did this happen in covid land they started before Kashangi started installing their own like custom adult slushy bar. Yeah, but the, like it took off like in COVID. Like I never. Well, it's because people are in pain and they're suffering and they want to get fucked up. And I see them filling them up at Tanks House. It's just like they're pouring like Mike's Hard Lemonade and like those Alka Pops in them. Yeah, it's not really my thing. No, it's too sweet. It's too sweet for me. Yeah. Yeah. I look the way I do from a uh, uh, high-fat diet, not a uh, high-sugar diet. <laughs> high-fat. You mean high-carb, I believe is no. what you're looking for. No, like I, I literally like just I trim the fat off a steak and eat that, and that's about it. 
See, now they say that's not what makes you fat. It's the carbs. Uh, I agree. But when you eat enough of it. No, I did have one of those. Uh, unfortunately, I, I have a backup meal I keep in the freezer at work, and it was one of those Hungry Man bowls. Which one? And it uh, it was the the equivalent of a KFC bowl. Oh, that's no good. The the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned that. So it looks like I don't want to get too graphic on this show, but it looks like a KFC bowl after you've eaten a KFC bowl. Mm, yeah. It's really, really gross. So you're saying they should serve it in a white porcelain bowl instead of the black well, plastic white, one? Yes, it would look much better. That would be great marketing. Um, I ate the whole thing. This, of course. But, the know, Stouffer's of one course. is the Stouffer's one is better. Now, if okay. the 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 mega meatball penne ball from banquet I, I i'm being told by the wolf pit is squeezer go on the wolf pit.com he eats them for you the people so you don't have to come on you the people so you don't have to i've told you before you buy a frozen meal before you you go to the wolf pit he says the the um angus meatloaf and cheddar grits bowl from a hungry man is a buy hmm all right the uh the buffalo one wasn't that bad. I, Squeezer, I've I've watched every video. Just take a picture and send it to me before you eat it, and I'll tell I you. I just I, it's me. Like I don't just big, I have no I have no dignity. How is this? Um, yeah, but, but I'll help you pick out the best ones. <laughs> what I, what I was looking at though is you can buy a uh, like a ten thousand dollar like home uh like flash freezer for your home. Oh. And people use it for like their vegetables and stuff. Yeah, right. I was thinking I could go to KFC and get a bunch <laughs> of bowls and flash freeze them. They're so cheap. Yeah. They're about the price you'd pay for the frozen ones anyway. So why not get the real thing? Get the real thing. I just need to invest $10,000 for the machine. You're a genius. What if we go have these? <laughs> have these. I'll I'll tell Mr. Squeezer that. Okay. Uh, I have to do a, a Trump impression for Joe. He wants me to do Trump making Brian the ambassador of adult slushies. Thank you all for coming. I'm about to take a flight on my beautiful, wonderful helicopter, the Trump one. Listen, everybody, I got a big announcement, and I know you all came to hear me talk when Sleepy Joe and Nasty Kamala are having their little convention in Wisconsin. Who goes to Wisconsin? All they got is cheese and Aaron Rodgers. I don't understand it. For me, it's not, it's not for me. I'm going to make officially, and you won't find this out through mail, Brian, because it's real slow. They're real slackers, the mail. They're really slow, really, really nasty people. You are now the ambassador Officially of adult slushies, you're it's a new position in my cabinet. Real beautiful, wonderful. But a lot of people have told me I should have this in my cabinet, and now I do. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is not a hundred percent tonight. Uh, it's the result of is it endoscopy or endoscopy? I think it's endoscopy. Hmm. So we, we had this discussion, and then you used, used an even bigger word after it. I'm like, wow, that was impressive. I have a sinophil esophagitis. <laughs> Ooh, that's a dinosaur. And to, I had a, uh, I was intubated and was given an endoscopy. And, and it, it tears you. Well, what's the fun in that? Did they should at least make the mask look like a face hugger from Aliens. What? Uh, the, I mean, when they put the tube down. 
I think it kind of does. <laughs> Cause, oh, uh, but at, at least... My friend had a cool Halloween costume like that, a little straw in it, and they wrap it around your face, and you blow it in and out of the straw, and it looked like the face hugger was breathing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Yeah, Brian, yeah. <laughs> They're not going to find out via mail, though, so you got to call them and tell them. Um, yeah, that, 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 so my voice, anyway, long story short, voice, I don't think you'll be getting a McMahon, a good McMahon, or a, a Alex Jones. You just set yourself up for that. I know. <clears throat> I'm already kind of losing it from doing the Trump. You sound like me. No offense. Uh, what? High? Pitched? No. Ow. No, you always say you're high pitched. I was wondering if you were. I'm nasally. Nasally. Ah, that's the word you use. Yeah. I don't think you're yeah. high pitched or nasally. Oh, well. I think you're handsome and lovely. Well, that has nothing to do with how I sound. So thank you for proving my point. Um, infowars.com. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, what what did we miss last week? Other than we we did our we did our show up on the second floor at Nakatomi Plaza. Who's high? <laughs> Who's Kelly High Pitch? I'm Kelly Clarkson. I wanna grab your giant cock. <laughs> That's my high pitch, Eric. I wanna go on a date with Chris Wilding. You don't you don't know high pitch Eric. You you have to because he was no on, I do yeah, I was, do yeah he was on the old high uh, e show and everything yeah um I'm not completely uncultured <laughs> yeah Kamala so <laughs> here's a funny story and Chancellor texts me Kamala with a bunch of explanation points I read it as Come on. It was two days after he passed, and I was like, I know, mm-hmm. it's, it's really sad, but he's been battling diabetes. I believe he had an amputation, but he lived a long life. She goes, what the hell are you talking about? I think Joe <laughs> Biden just announced Kamala Harris, spelled the same. <laughs> I was like, I'm, a hood. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Listen, um, I never said I wasn't an idiot. So, no, you know. no, it's uh, you might think that we just play one on TV, but no, <laughs> caveat We're really idiots. Caveat emptor, buyer beware. <laughs> this is what you you bought when uh, <laughs> it's a true story. I was like, yeah, it's really sad. He was living a sad life. I know a zombie sailor set up a fundraiser for him a few years ago. She goes, What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, Kamala died. And she's like, I'm talking about Kamala Harris is the VP pick of Joe Biden. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, that's what you meant. I meant the same thing. I was testing you. <laughs> it was a test squeezer. It was a test all along. Oh, absolutely. Because you're a bright man. I'm a extremely stable genius. <laughs> uh, You are. You are a very uh, stable genius. Has the Dennis Nedry toy brought you any happiness? It has. And uh, stability. Uh, stability, I don't know. but uh, the, So I did the unboxing at one. Uh, so, again, we're on the couch. Uh, she's sleeping. And I was like, I was, I don't know where it got me into this stink hole. But I'm like, I wonder where the hell those things I pre-ordered are. So I checked my uh, Entertainment Earth emails. And it's like delivered a day. It was This was Friday night. And it was delivered Thursday. I was like, <gasps> so I quick, I quick texted um 
Enchantress, who was on the, the couch next to me, and I was like, I'm going to that into the mailroom if you wake up. Toys are here. <laughs> so I I walked out of the mailroom at 1.30 in the morning and got my WWE Elite Mr. T figure and my Mattel Barbasol shaving can Dennis Nadri talking uh, setup figure. That might be the greatest packaging ever. I know. And then, I didn't even do it on the video. You pull the tab in the below and it says, uh-uh-uh, you didn't say the magic oh. word. So uh, even Barbasol got in on the fun. Uh, I don't know if you saw, they commented on my post. Oh, no. Barbasol shave cream. Yeah, they're they're in on it. They're on, on, on the fun. So, um, yes. And, and listen, the packaging for both of them is is pristine so i've got that and i've got my magic mutagen tour turtles figures so i'm gonna sit down one day this week at the studio point a camera at me on a white wall and open them up and and play with them Ooh. so that's coming this week um hopefully i'm not making any promises don't fucking hold me to that oh no brett screwed brett Yeah, they didn't even serve me a season to assist. Oh, shit. You know, I never got back to Sony about their... Sony wants me to promote some podcasts, and uh, they wanted to pay us. And, you know, we're not about taking people's money. So I was just going to be like, nah, just send it to me. And if it's cool, uh, we'll we'll promote it. If not, you know, we'll move on our own separate ways. And she emailed me. that She's like, so what are we going to do? And I just forgot to email her back. So she's probably pissed off at me. Sorry, You've been a very busy boy. I've yeah, I know. Same of you. Same. You've been a busier boy. Why we're oh here yeah on Monday night doing two podcasts. Uh, guilty pleasures. And if you're thinking by guilty pleasures, do they just mean toys their sisters had that they played with and yes. were embarrassed about? Yes, that's exactly what this podcast is. Yeah, for the most part, <laughs> that's what it, pretty much what it de- devolved to. That well, that's why I even checked with you. Is this what the show is? Then you looked at it at another way, which is stuff we look back on and now enjoy that you really didn't or shouldn't. Then, yeah, I didn't really have any of those picks. Uh, I, I kind of the ones one or two are kind of a blend, um, but most of them are just me listening to either shitty music or playing with girls' toys. I've got a uh, really embarrassing story you're going to just eat up and love. So I can't wait because I, I know what it's regarding. And when you <laughs> when you even told me what it was, I'm like, oh, I love that so much. Uh, and it's funny, too, because we don't... have 98% of all the awesome toys. Girls get this little bit yeah. <laughs> of actual good toys. No, no, you know what? They don't. They, if you look at the section, they have a bigger section than we do. Yeah, but they all get recalled because they take your finger off. Right, but they have to or take your eye out. They have to get more imaginative with girls because girls are are hold are held to a hold the toy makers to a higher standard. You give a guy a, a piece of plastic shaped like a gun, and it's a gun. Fair enough. Back in the day, you know, I, I I I'm fully against. Oh, he's a robot, but he turns into a gun. He's in charge. Right. I I don't think they should. Um, Toys should be gender specific. I think if you want to play with anything, you should be. And the shame, <laughs> the shame we felt, the guilt we felt from enjoying these toys back in the day, um, should not be. Not this show, but 
you know what, E-Rock, it could be in part two. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, the Barbie dream pool. <laughs> There's so many Barbie things that were so cool that we just couldn't have. Yeah. So Barbie's not on your list. Barbie is right? not, no. No, it was on my short list. And we talked before, like, especially the uh, soda pop shop one where you uh, got all sticky. I-48. I-48. Uh, Squeezer shortlist. Speaking about his shortlist. Ah, uh, yeah, that that was fun. Let's get the get those bingo cards out. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. Everyone's stamps are probably dried out. Mm, yeah, get those. The use a marker. I'm I'll okay. I'm a highlighter. <laughs> uh, all right. So should we get into it? I think so. I'm getting congested. So. Is it from hearing my voice? That's what's doing it. I think it might be. Do you do you go first or do I go first? I don't. I also had. Do you have you had the uh, uh, the wheat Cheez-Its? The wheat Cheez-Its, like wheat whole wheat Cheez-Its. Wheat. Are this, like, are you saying wheat isn't like healthy? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. There, there's well, wheat not, flour and all. So that, no, but they're wheat. There's wheat flour and all. Cheez-Its, so you're talking whole wheat. No, but they're like a whole wheat one. Uh, no, I have not. Toast, extra uh, we toasty, got them, or get the they're, fuck they're not. They're not terrible, because uh, I had ordered the extra toasty, and it was one of those uh, replacement things in your order, so they gave me those. I like them better than the extra cheesy ones with the powdery shit on uh, them. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, but no, they're... Uh... I-, I thought they were all right. There, I don't, I don't hate them, you know. I haven't bought anything but extra toasty in years. Uh, I didn't have a choice; they were out. Since extra I needed, toasty, I needed it. I needed yeah. a hit, so you know. Well, you, 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 you got to do your own shopping. I, I hit. There's, I have a three store triangle, mainly two stores, but if I have to. I hit the giant up, but like. I lot. go to one store. I'm not. I'm not flopping around for multiple. Multiple stores for one brand of one kind of Cheez-Its. Oh, don't, I don't act like you have your time is so precious that you can't get the be- good Cheez-Its. Here, here's what you, no, no, that's the thing. It's not my time anymore. <laughs> it hasn't been my time for four years. Uh, what's that song? It's their Dun-dun-dun. time now. Can't see me. The time is not. You play that when you walk in the house, the John Cena song. Oh, I oh. Even though you're the face too, you get booed like John Cena with your family too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I am, I am, I am the hero, but at the same time, I'm getting booed from the other <laughs> half the crowd. And, and Vince, there's is still, no win. Still booking them, pushing them in your face, whether they don't like you. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Never do a heel turn because you just can't trust yourself with it. I walk in and every- sometimes you do, and you really just want to make that heel turn. I walk in every day like Hollywood Hogan playing guitar on my belt. <laughs> down, down, down. <laughs> I, I'm like the cats want food. You're gonna wait 15 minutes till I eat. <laughs> I'm such a bad. Meanwhile, ass. I just walk to the ring like Steve Blackman, cold and emotionless, just waiting to get fired. Uh. Okay, well, you never answer my question. Who goes first? I forgot what we did during the Nintendo show. Uh, I think, I think you went first, actually. All right, wait, Squeezers no. first. It's too late. You're first. Here's your first. All part. right, yeah, because I think we ended on bed sheets, right? Yeah, we did. We did. Here is Mr. Squeezers' first pick. We 
These guys totally guessed your pick. Oh, yeah. I, that's fucking Eric with his spoilers. And yes, Steve Blackman is the PA's own Anvil, Pennsylvania, lethal weapon. Uh, and uh, fuck you, Joe. Um, I thought you we were... all know who Tugboat's going to be in this <laughs> cosplay. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think I could pull off X Pog, but not Hogan. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I can pull off one, two, three, kid. All right. And <laughs> not Hogan. I don't have those 24 inch uh-huh. pythons. <laughs> we should dress as Hogan and Tugboat. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, My best yeah, friend, Oak Hogan. I can't, I, can't, I can't cut a promo, guys. I don't have the voice for it. <laughs> yeah, he nailed it. This is definitely number one as far as the guilty pleasure of toys go. Um, I mean, the fact is, it's Polly Pocket that we got Mighty Max. There's a reason for that. It's because they were fun. And they were on the road, and, like, you were out on the road, and your sister had this cool little play set with these little dolls that bend in half at the waist. And you had the goddamn checkerboard with the little magnetic checkers that you lost half of. Yeah, kids don't understand life pre-iPhone, iPad. Like yeah. when I was in the waiting room uh, at the doctor's office, um, I I had I put my earpods in, and I was watching Trailer Park Boys on my phone, and it wasn't like I was waiting. Mm-hmm. That's what I would probably be doing if I was at home doing. Could you nothing. imagine watching that without your earpods in? Yeah, they'd probably ask me to leave. They, Sir, you're gonna have to leave, please. Right, but I'll turn it down. Nope, just leave. No, just. Listen, Brian, I he said he, he watched the episode of Baywatch with Hogan, Macho, and Flair in it, and it doesn't hold up. I a disagree, I kindly and politely disagree, sir. That that acting from Flair and Macho. Oh yeah, you're gonna you think you're gonna get the land flair. It's, <coughs> <laughs> it's not <coughs> I can't do it. It's, it's not <laughs> Uh, I can't do it. Sorry. Uh, hearing you suffer makes me smile. Uh, it's not good. It's not, he would say it's Sorry. not going to You. Oh. All right. Stop. Stop, Brian. Stop. Um, also, I'm going to do a lot of um, regretful R- Ryan. They, they were making fun of regretful Ryan versus uh, hate, hate heartful Ryan today. Uh, you know, regretful Ryan, who I got called out by that one goon on, on YouTube for always apologizing for PC things mm-hmm. that aren't PC. Well, I'll probably be apologizing today because of uh, saying that they were like, you know what? Maybe I will. I don't know what. Never mind. I'm not gonna apologize. Squeezer, would you cosplay as Dusty? And I'll be Goldust. Uh, polka dot Dusty, or polka. like there is there, uh, no, later, re- no. later retired. I could wear jeans and a flowy white shirt and a hat. No, there is no other. You're polka dot with the fucking cowboy boots, baby. My polka dots are looking fine, and I'm here with gold dust and Marlena. 
she's a bitch. I don't like her. She's my daughter-in-law. He'd be chasing her, but whatever. And I'll be called the. So they, I'll just say, "Hey, daddy." Yeah, I can, I, <laughs> I can, I can see that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, if, <laughs> yeah, if you get to do, if you get to be gold dust, yeah, I would do dusty. You would do dusty. Sure. If they ever have you at Comic Con in person again, that's what we have to go as. Oi. The American dream. No, the American squeeze. The American squeeze. Squeezy roads. No? Can I just go around elbowing people? I'm like, dude, it's part of the cosplay. Baby. It's part of Kyle's play. I'm squeezing. You're going to get elbow your face. I'm the third most recognizable cosplayer here at the New York Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that's not happening this fall, huh? No. That made the decision pretty easy. Yeah. RetroCon's canceled as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Anywho. Um. Yeah, my my, uh, my sister you, had a whole bunch of these. I thought what? you would have picked the annoying Polly Pocket. Polly Pocket. Oh, God, I should have gone with that. Yeah, that's how I, that's how oh, I, I, I was Pocket. cramming. It was the end of the day. I was at uh, not at work and, you know. No, you definitely weren't doing this. No, I definitely didn't work. take the thumb drive over and hand it to the <laughs> boss and here. <laughs> well, you're like, I'll send it to you tonight. I have it on the drive. I'm like. Well, could you just hand me the drive now? <laughs> it's been it was a long day. It was a long day. There were Zoom meetings. I don't I don't do well in those. Um and there was like the little clamshell ones, and they're just fun little towns. And I don't remember how I even like I'm I'm sure it turned violent at every turn for Polly. Um Raping I, I don't, the biggest thing with the girls' toys is and, and like the downside, and I, it's that you just played with them doing average everyday things. Like I didn't Barbie get to play with them. To I, the malt shop. I wanted Barbie went. I wanted to play, but I didn't what? get to play. No, I. I mean, with Polly Pocket. Yeah, I, I was. It was always like uh, jealousy from afar. My sister held on to those. Like, uh, I don't know. Like someone would hold on to something they don't want. So, they don't want their brother to play with. <laughs> Well, that's description. Oh no! Yeah, no, I'm not gonna push it. Um, not gonna push it. Don't push it, right? But like, like girls' toys, out. you kind of just recreate doing average everyday things with smaller things. Oh, it's kind of like manipulating people to do what you want them to do throughout the day. All right, I get it now. But um, whereas boys' toys are all about. <laughs> violence and getting that off your chest. That's why you have G.I. Joe's mm. and Ninja Turtles and everything has a gun. It's an outlet. It's an outlet because we're designed our, our sole purpose is to kill. Can I can and, I can I um, squeezer, can I interrupt you for a minute to to uh interject in the chat? People who are listening have no idea what I'm talking about, but the final verdict on who will be is uh Mo and Mabel will we're looking for an Oscar. <laughs> we are going to be men on a mission. <laughs> Not in blackface. It's 2020. But I think we could pull it off. What do you think, Squeeze? Let me guess. I'm Mabel. <laughs> Most still fat. Come on. Can I go Viscera at least so I can get a 
cool leather jacket. Oh, with that nice duster and those white uh, or or contacts. not even a duster. I'll just I just get a hefty bag and put that on. <laughs> uh, it's an easier uh, it's an easier outfit with the the viscera. Well, like, they pretty much wore colorful hefty bags to wrestle in. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh yeah, um Brian asked boys claim slime, right? But now uh slime is universal. It's 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 both sides. Oh? Yes. Oh. So what tell- girl's toy has slime. Uh have you been to Target lately? You have a you have two daughters. Yeah. They don't get toys. <laughs> no, I haven't been. I mean, no, they got plenty of toys, but no, I haven't been to Target lately. Why? What's the thing? It, it's not a thing anymore. It was like a thing like a year ago, but slime was huge oh. and slime kits, and it was both. It was oh. cross gender, I guess. Oh no, I I don't want to ruin my carpet. Yeah. What? Uh, okay, tell us more of uh, when you were playing with uh, that. The thing with playing with girls' toys. Well, Polly Pocket specifically, I don't like. They would just, I don't know. It, it would always turn violent, though. Like it, like she would try to play with me. Like it was a thing, like oh, my brother's playing with me, but then like Polly would fall off the third floor of the shell, and you know, they'd have to cart her away. Yeah, I, I, I never really got how you, uh, like at least Mighty Max, like you. You went like, oh, we had to climb this like chain and then like jump over this pit and then oh, there's like a scorpion here. You know, it's fine. It's like, oh, we're walking through the mall. I'd rather. So walk. I had to make it dangerous. I had to go like you know like zombie movie in the mall kind of thing or something. Or or but, at the time we played that game, zombies ain't my neighbors, where there's a whole level in the mall. Ooh yeah. Which I think is stolen from uh, Return of the Dead, where it takes place in the mall, right? Or Night of the Living Dead. I believe. Or is it Return of the Living Dead? Uh, anyway, uh, I'm I stalling dig- until someone chimes in. I digress. Uh, see, I, I never, I had Money Max, but for me, <clears throat> they were never like, I don't know. I tried to play with them, but it was too small. It was more of like a collector's piece. <clears throat> Sorry about. Oh, uh, I liked them. The snake one was my favorite. Slime tub. I want a slime tub. Oh yeah, the glitter is everywhere. Now they got these goddamn Princess Barbies with the uh, I forgot what they are. Like they just got glitter glued to them and God, sequins. Goddamn Princess. I like angry angry dad squeezer. <laughs> Day of the Dead is and the all. second Thank you like you take it out of the package and it's just like this this like puff of glitter <clears throat> in your face. And then, and then you have to keep the the smallest one from just trying to eat it because that's what they do. That is what they do. Uh, or you know, uh, fellow employees consume toxins. Yep. Yeah, uh, we've had the idea of cosplaying as Dustin, and I was gonna go as Eleven because Squeezer is our Dustin in our group and our party. Yeah. He's got the curly hair. He's got. A, a, I got the list. A, a little bit. And you're the only one who knows how to read a compass. <laughs> I do, yeah. Uh, you know, like, like Dustin. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I I make up the fact that I met a girl at summer camp. <laughs> uh, since since season one came out, we've been calling you our Dustin. And yeah, we, we wanted pretty clear. we wanted that year for you to go, and I was going to go as eleven. 
Well, you are our 11. Uh, I, I'm more of a... I like to think I'm more of a Steve. Only group. But I'm definitely not. I think I'm more of a no. Barb. <laughs> Aww. I want to I leave the party so bad that I get eaten by the Demogorgon. Oh, I'm getting a poor connection from you, Squeezer. Oh, no. I think you sound okay. Because Skype is okay. alerting me of a poor connection. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. We're all right. Crisis averted. Ah, oh, phew. Uh, all right. Uh, time to move on to my first uh, selection, Squeezer, huh? All right. All right, here we go. Fisher Price knows kids have an incredible appetite for fun. And that's why our kitchen center has tons of things to satisfy it. From a magic glow burner, to a see-through oven door, to a pop-up toaster. It's just like a grown-up kitchen, with one exception. Everyone wants to do the dishes. The Fisher-Price Kitchen Center now with 25-piece dinnerware set and specially marked packages. Food items sold separately. This was the Fisher-Price uh, Fun with Food Kitchen. And this commercial was a, a later version. Um, but uh, uh, it's still the same still the same type of deal. Uh, my sister had it. So when uh, I, our house wasn't the biggest, it was a bi-level, uh, which the door, you had to go upstairs to get to the door. It's basically a ranch, but above ground, basements above ground. And uh, <coughs> um, I would, uh, 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 when I, I had a, my own bedroom, uh, and um, when my sister was born, Ooh. yeah, oh, when my sister was born, I got... Uh, kicked out of my bedroom and i had to share a bedroom with my brother and she had a bedroom and a playroom so uh, in this playroom she had her uh, uh fisher price play fun with food kitchen i loved this fucking all these play sets these fun with food play sets if you ever looked them up mm -hmm. like they, oh yeah they they were they're so cool they're made to look like real food the kitchen was so fucking awesome it had a little chalkboard on it it looked like a short order kitchen um <clears throat> David E, do that impression that blows my speakers out. Which one? I'm sorry, David, if you're late to the party, but my voice, I tried doing matcha earlier. My voice just isn't there. I definitely don't think I have the chutzpah to um, do Vince or, and I try, I try to like pull back now when I do Vince and, uh, and Alex Jones. I apologize for blowing people's speakers out on their car or wherever they may be listening. David E., I appreciate you being here. Lie with us. I text Brian in the shower. Whoa. You got things getting graphic. Anyway, so uh, I had a bedroom. Lisa gets born. She gets a bedroom and my bedroom as her playroom. I get to bunk with Chris, but my mom makes oh. our bunk beds. It's like a loft bunk bed deal, and she makes uh -huh. it. She designs it to make it our bat cave. So you know, we we're a couple of fucking. I fell for it. <laughs> yeah, but of course I'd still go up like a little dipshit that I was, just because I wanted to play with that kitchen. It was so much fun. I think every night after she tucked you in, she closed her and goes, "Stupid kid, <laughs> dumbass." <laughs> I mean, she did that no matter what. Until nah, I moved right. out. Um, 
So uh, I would I would go up, and she had an, and not only was this kitchen and a fun food place that was my my favorite thing, but those like uh, sh- plastic shopping baskets and shopping carts that were filled with like plastic hot dogs and plastic cans with wrappers and and boxes that are have real labels on them. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and they're and they're the they're wrapped. In they're like, all over my house. Oh, they still sell those. Oh yeah, yeah. You can buy the kit adjusted food. The, my 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 proudest moment of a father was buying a little kitchen for my kid. No, but I'm talking about like those those cart and and basket kits that have the fake food. Oh yeah, that well, we got that along with it too. Yeah, they sell it. It comes in like a like a like a micro machine kit like you know like how they'd have like 30 cars in a rack or something like it's just a big flat box with all the different food and shit oh no this was french this was like wrapped in like a a red plastic mesh and you'd either get a shopping cart or a shopping basket and it was filled with like empty cardboard boxes but the cardboard boxes Mm -hmm. had real like like cheeses like was always one yeah no no they do they they still do it's they, they just repackaged it to you know charge you more uh, so those those were my favorite things in the world. Uh, I have a picture to prove this. I'm in my uh, Desert Storm gear. Um, quickly, Joe asked if I can do my dad talking about your bad kid. Uh, Ryan, uh, first of all, your fly's down. Uh, Batman, I don't believe, uh, had his fly down. Second of all, uh, go to bed. You're a Batman, and he needs to sleep. So, uh, yep, you're in your Batcave. I'm going up to bed. And Eric, I, re- I have a good story about a roll this Chapman quickly. Uh... He was with the Cincinnati uh, Reds AAA team squeezer, which is the Louisville Bats, right? Yep, Louisville. Louisville Bats. Louisville. Uh, uh, Louisville. 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 Uh, so uh, he was in town pitching, and we were doing a press conference, and we were told, do not ask about Cuba. No one asked about because he was a Cuban defector. No one asked about Cuba. You got that? We're like, yes. I, they basically, I, they, short of making us sign away our lives, promising we won't ask about Cuba, we all said yes. So we set it up. I, I do all the work. I get the lights. I set it up on the, the backdrop, and the, not the one near where we did our stuff, the one in between the mm-hmm. two clubhouses. Yep. So he's there, and he comes out, and fat fucking Jeff, who wrote for the, the local newspaper, you know who I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Comes waddling out. And there's one question asked that's normal, like, uh, what do you, what, are, what are you looking to throw tonight? How many innings? Like, because he was a starter at the time. He yeah, wasn't... yeah, yeah. It, it, it's supposed to be softballs. Right. He, that's the point of it. He wasn't, he wasn't in the rotation, and, um, he. So someone asked, like, how many innings are you looking to pitch? What are you trying to throw? And his, his translator said it, and then <laughs> this fucking fat ass goes, I, I, I didn't even forget what the fuck he asked, but it's something like. Do you feel any regret during defecting from Cuba? The second fucking question. <laughs> but yeah, Chapman, uh, he, the motherfucker's got gas, dude. He throws like crazy. Not a starter. Not He should never have been a starter. He's always a bullpen guy. I don't even know why they tried. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Uh, resist the urge from Ferris Squeezer to buy metal mm-hmm. pots and pans for your daughter's kitchen playset. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're gonna stay. They're, they're they'll stay plastic. They will stay plastic, even though they're they're 
getting into cabinets now. So um, I was one of those kids that would just sit there on the floor with like my mom's pots and pans and just bang on them and stare at them and like, oh, this is shiny. Um, like you, you can you can set me in the corner of the kitchen with like one pot, and I was a happy little baby. I I love up to like probably like seven years old. My sister was the one that was the climber. So, so now you know my love of like. Like I'm like, oh my god, this this type of M and M's coming out, and you're like, you you eat the whole bag. I'm like, no, I had one, and that's it. So yeah. you, you can understand like why I liked play food as a kid, like the Burger King sets and the KFC sets, and of course Fisher Price was licensed by the Juggernaut McDonald's. So with the food the food and fun sets, there was so there was like the McDonald's Happy Meal, the McDonald's breakfast, the McDonald's salad, like the hot cake breakfast. Uh, I fucking loved all of them. Uh, I, I wanted them. And then, like, there was something later called Kitchen Littles that were, like, miniature versions of it made by Tyco, if you look it up. Uh, they look like Barbie mm-hmm. versions of it. But all of this stuff uh, was my favorite. And, and and it all led to me wanting so badly. Uh, you know those... Um, you, you get that school fundraiser, and you sell enough, and you could get, like, items. You get presents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was on uh, there was a refrigerator that had all these little items in it that was a giant stationary set. So each like food item in it was like an eraser, a stapler, a tape, and it was like I I I, I never had it, but I coveted this thing so badly. <laughs> it was an actual fridge. It was like a it was probably like a foot tall refrigerator. And every, functional? No, 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 no. Everything inside it was like it was like a stationary set, oh. but it was shaped like a fridge. Like, why do you want to keep pencils cold? They might write better. I don't know. Huh. Um. Anyway, this is yes. The kit, the Fisher Price Kitchen is my first uh, guilty pleasure as a young RK squeezer. Your next pick, sir. Yeah. The Babysitter's Club. It's about that time in your life when you make the friendships that last forever and live the moments. We're more than just a club. We're friends. That never end. For these seven girls, the time is now. From the best-selling book series, The Babysitter's Club. Friends forever. Rated PG. At theaters Friday. This yeah, this one hurts. I didn't even know. I didn't even know there was a movie, uh, Babysitters Club. Oh yeah, I, I saw it. Shankweilers. Um, <laughs> or my sister did, and I was there, and I pretended like I hate it, and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> um, I was just a big Cranberries fan, so I mean, how does that teaser, does that trailer, <laughs> sum up the '90s any more than? It's all about the girls, and you got the cranberries playing in the background. Uh, I'm gonna have to quick stop. Ferris asks a major question: uh, uh-huh. Which do I like better, Major League or Major League Two? Major Jesus League Two Christ. every day, and I've been saying that for years. <laughs> I, I, how many times have I fought Doug at, at Iron Pigs over Major League Two being the best movie of those two? Yeah. Rube alone in his fucking porn magazines is such yeah, a great Yeah, well, with two, that you have the benefit of just being able to get on with the funny. You don't need to establish anything. Right. It's just, it comes right out of the gate. Uh, so classic. 
Yeah. Major League Two. Oh, Ferris agrees. Major League Two. There yeah. you go. Thank you. Thank you. You're the first person in my life who's agreed with me. I'm so happy now. All right, continue. I'm sorry, Scooby. I'm sorry to cut you off, sir. Um, yeah. So it's the this uh, the story of a number of young girls in a small Connecticut town uh who uh run a babysitting um organization. It it's basically a mafia run organization of young ladies uh watching children. Um and these were up there they they would push these like they were in the same categories like babysitters club and like goosebumps and like those books for kids um but these were targeted towards um young ladies like my sister and believe it or not i actually read a lot of books as uh child as a child and i uh i read a few um Babysitter's Club books. You wait, you read a book? I read a lot of books. I don't believe this. I used to have I used to read lots of books. What happened? But now I I've, I've gotten I've gotten more neurotic and antsy as time goes on and the concept of sitting still and reading bothers me because there there's there's shit to be done. So that's why I like podcasts or books on tape. Cuz I can't sit still. I, I get more jittery over time. From reading I'm, the book? I'm Benjamin Buttoning. <clears throat> like, the older I get, like, I, I'm I'm turning into a, a seven-year-old more and more every day where I can't sit still. Jake Taylor could easily be interim manager. Listen, if they let Gabe... <laughs> oh, hold on. If they let... <clears throat> If they let Gabe Kapler be the full-time fucking manager of the goddamn fucking Philadelphia Phillies, Jake Taylor could be interim manager of the fucking uh, Cleveland Indians. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's a catcher. Catchers make great managers because they understand the pitching staff. Better. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, um, got, you got me hot. I'm sorry, Joe. I got hot for a minute. I got hot. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I actually, I read a couple of these, um, just because my sister did, and I'm like, ah, I'll see what this is all about, and it's, uh, the coming-of-age tale of, of young girls dealing with divorce and emotional problems, and uh, it's basically oh, a, so you... a, a very Jesse-centric Saved by the Bell is what it is. Did you relate? Um, I'm not saying you're a young girl, but did you relate? <laughs> No, uh, I mean, I get. I probably should have picked up on a few more signs than I thought. Like, you know, mom and dad throwing the spaghetti kind of thing I should have picked up on. <laughs> um, you know, you weren't getting that reading like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or some shit in one of those like classic novel like collections that they get. Sure, you. sure. But Babysitter's Club, you're like, yeah, this is probably not a good thing. And uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I... I, I and I, I, I also just like the block lettering. It was attractive to me at the time. Yes, there is a uh, there's a new series out. So they had the books. They were huge in the 90s. There was a movie. There was a very short-lived TV series on HBO, and then it ran on Nick. Uh, and now there is a new one out that I believe just came out last month on Netflix. Yeah. So... Um, 
but but yeah, if you ever want to just you know sit back, relax, and uh, venture into the world of a young twelve-year-old girl in rural Connecticut, um, the Babysitters Club, uh, it's not the worst thing in the world. I was attempting to read uh, Stephen King and Brian. Um, I'm sorry, Michael Crichton back then. I mean, at the same time, I was reading Michael Crichton, so. I'm, I'd mix I, it up a bit. I never would say I was reading it back then because it was a mere attempt. <laughs> it was way above my comprehension level. I mean, I, I, I transcribed the words into my brain. That didn't mean anything stuck. But mm. All right. Here is my next pick, Handsome. Squeezer. Yeah. Were you forced to watch Rescue 911 for preparation uh, for Forensic Files? Uh, Was I forced? No, no. no, I wasn't forced. So you you enjoyed the show? I I did watch the show, yeah. Let me tell you about growing up in, in my household. Uh, my grandfather uh, was in the fire department, volunteer, I believe. And um, he was also in emergency management. My dad was in the volunteer fire department and obsessed with radios and in emergency management. My brother, uh, goddamn, I can't tell you how many times I was forced to watch Backdraft. I think my brother wanted my dad to die in a fire. <laughs> To force me to try it. That was like that was like when a family would watch a beautiful life on Christmas. You just you guys just watch backdraft on a Yeah, he, he just wanted us to be the McCaffrey brothers so bad. <laughs> but the their show and the their uh, you are very Billy Baldwin. That's a nice thing you ever said to me. No, thanks. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh but Chris is no Kurt Russell. I'm sorry. No. Kurt Russell is no Chris Kelly. Oh no, 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 no! He could never pull off that that um, Deb bald one, look. Deb one air, bald guy. Yeah, uh, he's, he's very handsome. He pulls it off. Yes. Um, <clears throat> my brother and my dad loved Rescue Nine and One with William Shatner. I I thought uh, when people would be like Star Trek, I was like, oh, with the guy from Rescue Nine One One. <laughs> I thought William Shatner was from Rescue 911, not from anything else. Uh, so uh, this was like uh, a sort of recre- or recreation show with it. It was kind of basically forensic files, but not like murders. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like uh, like emergencies, and they go they play the 911 call, and Shatner would like lead it in and narrate. And they would have interviews and uh, recreation footage uh, to, for, for events that, that people would call. You know me. I love a good recreation. Uh, I do. I do. And, and you know, it's funny that like you and I, I've, I've gotten awards for uh, the, the stuff we've toot, done. Toot. 
yeah, I know. I'm patting myself on the back. Um, but like, we've got you and I. I mean, you more than me. But we've we've done a bulk of our work in our, our television doing this shit. And as a kid, I'm like, ah, are we watching fucking Rescue 911 again? But who would have thought? <clears throat> and then I eventually, I will. I liked it. I love. You know, I I get, I won. Just like I like, I I wound up liking Baywatch Nights. You know. <laughs> and I, I loved Baywatch Nights for the, the story. first time that's ever been said. I, I, I definitely love Baywatch By Nights humanity. for the story, Squeezer. Not for the fact oh, that okay. I was a 12, 13-year-old boy with nothing else to watch in, in his room that could help him out with that uh, bottle gotcha. of hand yeah. soap he stole in the bathroom. <laughs> Baywatch Nights was good for that. And Silk Stockings. Just the open alone. Uh, the open is all you needed. You're like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> I don't think any kid our age ever watched the show. There was a plot. <clears throat> oh, I love the the college years. It was prime time. Oh no, Autumn is off to sleep. Miss you, Autumn. Have a good day uh, at work. Yeah, the one person that like. Someone actually even backed me up and said, I read Babysitter's Club and Boxcar Children too, Squeeze. That was Autumn. Well, you know. We're talking Saved by the Bell college years. Didn't you think you were so sophisticated watching Saved by the Bell in primetime? Oh, I know. It was so, like, like is this what college is like? It's being, and, uh, it's being rebooted on Peacock. I believe they dropped a trailer. Uh, the, oh, yeah. I played D and D too, man. Uh, I watched. I watched Rescue Nine One One. Uh, Rescue Nine One One. Um, recreation show. You know, I, I for you know, it, it wasn't my pick to watch, but we watched it because my dad and brother were fucking obsessed with it. He was also obsessed with cops. I've seen too much fucking cops. Oh shit! That's when um she she says that he plays Dungeons and Dragons and he's not a rock star and he's like I play D and D too, man. Airheads, Chester, Chester. <laughs> His girlfriend exposes him. Uh good pull, Eric, and uh, good job, Sean. Squeezer, third pick. Here yeah. we go. Let's get into it. Then we're gonna have to take. Soon we're gonna have to take a, a break to fill our beer mugs. All right, we're all securing our sexuality here. What's the sexiest iteration of Kurt Russell? We'll get into that, but here's Squeezer's next pick. I gotta think about that. They market everything from feather boa plastic purses to brightly colored school supplies, stationery, activity sets, you name it. If a little girl uses it, chances are Lisa Frank makes it. I love Lisa Frank products. And I love the colors, and it's colorful, and not everything's like, like everything's up just black. I just love it. <laughs> they love the Lisa Frank line so much, there's even a Lisa Frank fan club and the Lisa Frank website, the envy of many a web market here. We get 60,000 hits a day. That kind of equates to like a million hits a month. Okay. A million hits a month. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is the one where we we flipped the 
the script, the the other aspect of this show, which is things we look back on and now enjoy more than we did then or should now. And I look back on Lisa Frank with these rose-colored glasses, very like I just now it's just fun. I see. In, 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 in I an was era jealous. where everything is so dark and serious. Yeah. I was jealous. I, I, I just like the colors, the pat. I just like seeing it now. I was jealous of all the uh, product they had. Like you couldn't get all. Like I like I wanted all the. Like when you're going back to school, you want all that fucking product, and they just didn't make it for non Lisa yeah. Frank shit. So. Uh, yeah. I was well, it's, and and especially for even for you now, the marketing and licensing genius behind it, and just. The, the the way you just love it plastered everywhere like it's it's everything you believe in it's it, it's as close to religion as you can find. I'm just sitting here thinking about how sexy uh, Kurt Russell is. No, I don't disagree. He's really he's really handsome, even with that weird mustache in Hateful Eight. Uh, we just watched the four part. So if you, if you haven't watched Hateful Eight, have you seen Hateful Eight? Yes. Well, uh, if you haven't, uh, there uh, Netflix has an extended version, and they break it up into four episodes. Like, um, yeah, I'm gonna say Captain Ron is my favorite. That's Captain Ron's my Kurt Russell. Uh, but they break it up into four <laughs> episodes, like a TV show with the complete like credits and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's the extended version. It's really awesome. Kurt Russell's fucking fantastic. He's also great in Death Proof, the, the um, Quentin Tarantino movie. I'm a uh, Kurt Russell fan. I also, of course, like him as Star Lord, Stat, and Guardians. I like him as Snake. I like him in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I, li- I like Kurt. I mean, who doesn't like fucking? But I think Captain yeah. Ron is the sexiest uh, with the one eye and the eye patch. Come on, Swab. I mean, yeah, but I mean, in Overboard, he. He kidnaps a Committed woman a, and, a sex crime. Yeah. And. Uh, and, and, and <laughs> puts her in slavery with his kids and she falls in love yeah. with him. Yeah. Uh he he's he's my Wyatt Earp. Yeah, he Kurt, Kurt Russell is just a uh fucking And I, I love me a Kevin Costner, but I you, you go head to head. Yeah. At fucking, the same time and I'm I'm sorry, I, I gotta go. I, yeah. Kevin he's Costner. My Wyatt Earp. Yeah, Kevin Costner would get no. curb stomped by fucking curb stomp by him kurt russell is a very handsome man he's very my mom had like the biggest crush on kurt russell and patrick swayze she was into the computer war tennis shoes all those Mm -hmm. disney movies with kurt russell yeah she so we saw every kurt russell movie growing up um and goldie hahn for that matter because you got to keep tabs on the competition sure so yeah it's not it's not a it's not i'm not gonna argue seeing goldie hahn movies that becomes her. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Mm-hmm. That's where, so true story. I know we're veering off on the, on the but I was listening to this podcast and um, I think David Cap, I forget who it was. One of the writers of Jurassic Park was on and they were talking about where they came up, like how it differentiates from the Crichton novel and where did hold on to your butts come from. And uh, when they were shooting, uh, um, Death Becomes Her, they only had a certain amount of money for reshoots. And they they did the reshoots, and they're about to sit down and watch them, knowing that they had no money to reshoot again. 
And Robert Zemeckis goes, hold on to your butts. And he was like, that's going in the script. The Dr- he was working on the Jurassic Park script at the time. And that iconic line is where it came from. No shit. Yeah. All right. Um, tell us a little bit about Lisa Frank, the Jenny Lewis of the school supply game. <laughs> Jenny Lewis of, of um, the wizard fame. Uh, it, it's, um, what, what can I say? It's like every 10 year old girl just vomited all over a pillowcase. Uh, it, it's, it's rainbows, puppies, unicorns, and there isn't a, a shade of sadness in any of it. And I like it. And, and serious, bitter, angry squeezer. I kind of look at it and, and it's like, it's like looking at a, um, a magic eye but without having to cross your eyes. Like, it's already done for you. Okay. Uh, tigers. It just makes... And, and they did the Tiger King thing. That was pretty awesome. The, the Tiger King thing was great. Um, Dolphins. I don't know. I just think... Wh- killer whales. It, I, I look back on it now, and, like, then I was like, you know, I'm like, oh, God, it's so, you know, lame and girl stuff and unicorns and no i want race cars and like a you know a a, a baseball getting the you know and a big oil cover torn off of it you know greasy that's what i want my trap muscular vascular pro wrestler or or that too a big beefcake um yeah lisa frank goes in the hall of fame um and, and now I look back on it, and it's like, oh, cute little puppies and unicorns and uh, a sea lion. And I just, you know what? I, I think we need more Lisa Frank in our world. Wouldn't be a bad thing. Although at Catholic school, trapper keepers were banned. And I'm pretty sure Lisa Frank was banned, too. So uh, Yeah, because that was the worst thing happening in that place. I am, too. Brian says he's jealous of people who could see things in the magic eye. I am, too. I cannot see those things. I'm like fucking Willem in Mallrats. I can't see the fucking sailboat <laughs> for the life of me. Oh, no. Battered Bastards of Baseball is great. I've never seen that. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Oh. Huh. Fuck. I want to watch this, though. It's about Kurt Russell's dad and the minor league team he bought that Kurt played for. Well, yeah. fuck. No, I want to, I've never seen this. Uh, are you uh, Are you through with Lisa Frank, or you got more? Oh, I'm, I'm not through with Lisa Frank. In fact, I might even consider decorating a room in my new home with home, uh, with some Lisa Frank. We'll see. It's not a sailboat. But as far as this topic I'm goes, sorry. I guess we can move on. It's not a schooner. But- it's a sailboat, you dumb bastard. <laughs> All right. Um, here's a real... Yeah, can you... I wonder, can you do an entire, like, wall mural as a magic eye? I don't know. Here is a real embarrassing story from me. Behold the fair Princess Gwendolyn. Of course, I wasn't always as glamorous. You see, a long time ago in a kingdom far away, I was playing this game called Pretty Pretty Princess. It was my turn, and I got the royal earrings, the necklace, the ring, then I got the crown, and pose. Here I am, Pretty Pretty Princess Gwendolyn, and the ruler of the entire universe. Pretty Pretty Princess, the jewelry dress-up game from Golden. From Golden. Okay, Lisa had this, all right, and it was fun. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. 
Pretty yeah. Pretty Princess was a game that was really easy. You, you, you go around the board and you collect jewelry out of a jewelry box until someone gets the crown and they're the Pretty Pretty Princess. Now, in the 90s, professional wrestlers would often come to the ring decked out in jewelry, uh, especially one of my favorites, HBK. So while we weren't playing Pretty Pretty Princess Squeezer, I would pillage my sister's game box. And for some, first it started with the clip-on earrings for Shawn Michaels, because HBK liked the fucking um, earrings, right? Sure, yeah. And they, they had rings, too. Uh, uh, so, you know, I'd wear them and come out. And then, you know, Razor Ramon came on, and then a lot of those necklaces became my Razor's gold. I loved, I loved the click. was probably my favorite group of wrestlers. I was a big <laughs> Razor Ramon fan. Uh, of course, and then King of the Ring, I had to use the crown as my King of the Ring crown. So I got I got a lot of use out of Pretty Pretty Princess, but the game itself was pretty easy and easy to beat. But it, it always wound up being like my sister was more happy when one of us became the princess than than she won and became the princess. Well, sure. You're like, yay, you're the prince. She was just happy we were playing Pretty Pretty Princess with her. Aww. And I think every every uh, guy who has a younger or probably older sister has been forced in the 90s to play this Pretty Pretty Princess game. Oh, of course, we were forced into it, twisting our arm to play. Right. Uh, and then you go upstairs and play in your uh, second bedroom while I get my bed buddies out, my, my WWF wrestling buddies, and the living room, move the couch back against the wall, uh, put on some Razor's Gold, take my cassette tape. I got at Ag Hall's performance the other night. Cue up. Uh, pour water all over myself so I look like I'm dripping with machismo and Razor Ramon makes the entrance. Then you get ready for your ladder match. And of course, you hand the gold off to another stuffed animal at ringside and you threaten him that if he does anything with this, man, it's going to be your face. (laughs) None of this happened. I swear, I'm making it all up. I definitely didn't wear a clip on earrings singing I was HBK. I, I wanted long hair so bad as a kid because the wrestlers all had it. I just wanted to like drench it in oil and always look wet like a wrestler. Like fucking <laughs> no one was better at that than uh Hitman Bret Hart. No, it, it was in the, the consistency of it, it was like a I'd say it was probably more of a Crisco. They used uh hair conditioner apparently to get that look. Oh. So they put like conditioner and then baby oil was the rest of it. Mix of conditioner and baby oil to get that wet look. Oh, that has to be so awful for your hair. No, I think it's actually good for your hair. You think so? Yeah, have conditioner. I mean, it becomes an oversaturation point, right? Listen. No one, none of us here bought. I'm sorry. Whatever they're putting in their hair probably wasn't the worst thing that they're putting sure. in their bodies. Yeah. So, and also, Joe, none of us here bought the uh, the issue of Playgirl with HBK just to see what he was packing. I certainly did. I I I, I, I want to see it now. I want to look it up. I don't think he was full nude in it either, though. <clears throat> um, I was. I know from listening to something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard. Bingo card. No, there you go. Uh, he said that <clears throat> HBK and Hunter asked 
Bret Hart to accuse them of being uh, homosexuals, which Bret Hart later said made him look bad for being uh, homophobic. I know. I want. I. I fucking HBK is the king. He's the best. I. I lo- Hulk Hogan's my favorite wrestler of all time, but HBK is number two. Shawn Michaels. And three and four are Stone Cold and The Rock. I'd feel. Squeezer. What about What about you? Well, that's not. That's not fair. That's. I gotta put some thought into this. Are we like my personal favorites, or like we we're talking best of all time? Your personal favorites. I gotta think about this. And then five would be Mick Foley, and six would be Ric Flair. I don't know. Ric Flair is pretty good. I don't. But what? That's what pisses me so much about. Pisses me off about. And the uh, Taker's in there too. But that that wonderful Ghostbusters Mattel uh, wrestling line. So they had uh-huh. they had HBK as a Ghostbuster. They had a Rock Ghostbuster. They had a Stone Cold Ghostbuster. They had the Undertaker as the bad guy, and they could have made Hogan the other Ghostbuster, but they made fucking Squeezer Cena the fucking fourth hey. Ghostbuster, walking in the house with his jorts, getting booed by his daughters. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the good guy. Damn it! I got the spinner belt. Dun, 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 dun. You're way more charismatic than John Cena, Squeeze. I don't know why I ever oh, compared, thanks. You, compared you to him. Um, let's see. I, I, uh, who's my Jake the Snake, Slaughter, <laughs> Boss Man? Of course. Like uh, guys who have got their ass whooped by Hulk Hogan, topless. Keep going. Uh, and I'm uh, big Tommy Dreamer fan. Oh yeah. Uh, and who's my uh? What? Who was your childhood idol? Who did you love as a kid? <clears throat> oh, Sergeant Slaughter. Even when he was an Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah, because I was an Iraqi sympathizer. <laughs> um. <coughs> I was the biggest Hogan Mark and HBK. I no, like. I, I was, I was, I was that uh, macho's seven up there years too. old going around my house going, fuck Dick Cheney. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sting is great too. I love, Sting was the only person I liked in WCW. I had, I had the Sting lube figure. Macho's up there too. Taker. I never was, a, I, I hated Warrior. I used to try and turn kids against Warrior at school. I'd be like, you, <laughs> are you a Hogan or Warrior? Oh, you like Warrior? Everyone liked Warrior. I fucking hated Warrior. And it turned out I was warranted in my warrior hate. Even though now I like collecting warrior things. I like I like blonde hair, uh um dingo makeup sting. I don't like the fucking uh crow sting. No, I don't no, 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 no. I like fucking California, Venice Beach, bleach bond hair, rat tail sting. Uh Ric Flair's the man. I love, fucking love Ric Flair. Uh, and uh, the the two best <laughs> tugboat, uh, Duffy Rose, the second most recognizable athlete in the world, baby. I love uh, fucking Roddy Piper too. I love Macho. You know, there's so many, but but my mm. num- my number one and two are always going to be Hogan and HP. All right, yeah, I gotta throw Macho in there. Yeah, that's my five. 
All right. Uh, Squeezer, we're on to your fourth pick, sir. Here we go. Saturday. What are they doing? They've been hired by the railroad to kill Buffalo. He fought to stop an illegal poacher. There's only one way to end this. If you kill him, I never want to see you again. In a desperate struggle for justice. Buffalo might not be the only thing he likes to kill. He will pay the highest price. I can't move my legs. I'm paralyzed. One woman has the power to heal him. We need to keep the legs healthy. Just wasting your time. I can't feel anything. Jane Seymour and Joe Lando. What are my odds? I have no idea. Dr. Quinn, Saturday. Dr. Quinn, Saturday. Uh, yeah, this has come up on this show before. Um, my mom was obsessed with this show. Uh, me, always and still am a good, big fan of the Western. Uh, so it was a nice mother-son bonding moment. She would want to watch Dr. Quinn, and I would settle in next to her, and I ate it up. I love this damn show. I've never seen it. Um... What's that thing I say about uh, holding up? It, it still holds uh, up. It was, oh, God, it's slow. I, I tried watching some the other day. I'm like, holy shit, something happened. Um, yeah, this ran, this like this was like the heart of the 90s. It ran from 93 to 98. And I, I remember it was, uh, was it Saturday night? And uh, yeah, we would, we would, Tune in, and, and my mom, uh, yes, it was on CBS, but m- my mom was obsessed with Jane Seymour and Dr. Quinn, like, because she was a dental hygienist, so she thought she was, like, you know, the, the Dr. Quinn of the 20th century, um, and I just thought uh, Joe Lando was just, you know, peachy, uh, and yeah, it, it was about, you know, a woman on the frontier who... You know, befriends a half Indian feller. So basically, it's like one of those romance novels, and they just turned it into a, a sitcom oh. or a, a drama. Was it on CBS? It was CBS, yeah. On CBS. Yeah, I, 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 I loved this show. Um, and it was one of those things, I kind of looked at it as, um, uh, like we were talking about 2020 in a previous show, how we felt like grownups watching it. Oh, of course. Uh, I felt like a grown-up watching this. I'm like, ooh, I'm watching a drama with my mommy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so... And, and it was huge. It was a huge hit. And um, and I'm not going to lie. Jane Seymour, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, even to this day, I'll, I'll watch her goddamn uh, skin infomercial. Um but yeah, it, uh, it I I tried watching a few here and there, and it's one of those things where like ah, uh, no one's really gonna get shot in this episode, and Sully's always gonna live. So you know the, the drama wasn't necessarily there anymore. It was kind of like watching season six of Lost. Uh, Yikes! But at at, at the time, uh, it was yeah, it, and it was like I I think it was it has more to do with my mom liked it so much. Mm-hmm. And that's I why would... we watched Scarecrow and Mrs. King in my household. That's right. The Scarecrow and Mrs. King. My mom was obsessed with it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched an episode. Eh, well, I've seen them probably. I've probably seen all of them. It wasn't bad. 
It was like he Scarecrow was like the uh the spook um CIA uh I don't even know like uh, uh MacGyver type and Mrs. King it was kind of like it was kind of like what do you fuck it before what do you fuck it uh uh true lies before true lies although they knew the the, the gig and of course they fell in love and it ended on their fucking goddamn wedding I don't even, I don't even know the full tilt with Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Sorry to bring that up and ruin everyone's <laughs> night. But it was just a, a show my mom used to watch, so it was it, I, I just know too much about it because when your mom wants to watch a show, uh the whole house has to watch the show. Yeah. That was a CBS show too. Uh we didn't watch it on CBS, I hmm. believe. We watched it on the Family Channel on in, in syndication. So uh, it's it starred Kate Jackson and Bruce Boxler as a divorced housewife Amanda King and a top level agency operative Lee Stetson, who began his unusual partnership and eventual romance after encountering uh, encountering one another in a train station. There you go. Hmm. It lasted four fucking seasons. That's most shows don't. Yeah, yeah. It won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Achievement in Music Composition. So, yeah. I think at the end they get married. Wow, 88 episodes. I probably have seen them all, unfortunately. Scarecrow and Mrs. King. <laughs> this has this is right for me to write a script for a movie redo. <laughs> Fair says Jane Steenmore still looks pretty good. Can you? Uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree. All right, I'll I'll vouch for that. At sixty nine years old, she was uh, Doctor Quinn. Yeah, that was Doctor Quinn. Yeah, she's she for for sixty nine years old. Good damn, god damn. Well, yeah, because she's got that uh, skincare shit that she, you know. Pitching on on TV. Good for I'm gonna her. get me some of that. It seems to work. Yeah, get here. I am buying a Showtime rotisserie every week, thinking it's gonna make <laughs> me thin. You should stop after. You, you, you only need like five of those squeezer. Oh, you're, you're oh, not. I, I thought like each one, I, like it, it, you, you, it shed the pounds. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> I bought like ten of these things, and I'm still fat. You're not Sam's Club. You don't have to have that many rotisserie chickens going at one time. Oh, but it said it was gonna make me skinny. Well, one day. So I figured the more I had, uh, I I get your logic and and just one day keep at it. I think you peaked though. I think. Oh fuck the drink bar! I can get one of those big industrial rotisserie machines that they have in the back of like giant. All right, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Oh, that's a great idea. Right next to my popcorn butter machine. You could get like ten chickens going at once. I don't know though, cause get what a am pair I gonna have for dinner. Get a pair of barbecue gloves. Just pull them off. Yeah, but those only come with the Showtime rotisserie. There's no other way to get those. Well, you, and I, I need a flavor injector. I thought you had all this from all your Showtime rotisserie grills you bought. Uh oh yeah yeah I got that's right. We'll be right back. Look who's coming. 
Squeezer. While we had the creepy crawler oven, and even though uh-huh. we might have taken them and put them in our mouth and chewed them for a while, it's st- yeah, it still wasn't the same. I was so jealous. My sister had the easy bake oven, but only took it out like once in a blue moon. And all those cakes she made, we made, and uh, she just pulled it out. We had to do the work. It was so delicious. So you have this little oven that runs off a light bulb. And you have all these cake mix, and you're just making junk food in it. Like, who wouldn't want that? Mm-hmm. Does your sister have the Easy Bake Oven? Uh, no. My mom was of the opinion, like, well, I'll just get a thing of crescent rolls, and you can make those in the oven that we already have. But you had a Creepy Crawler's oven. Oh, yeah, because you can't make bugs in the oven. <laughs> I uh, see... Um, Sean brings up the Dr. Dreadful Drink Lab. I had the Dr. Dreadful Drink and Food Lab, too. It wasn't the same. That stuff was disgusting. It wasn't cooked. Uh, well, it was supposed to be. It's a monster lab. Yeah, but it, it said it tasted good, and it didn't. And my mom made me keep it in our treehouse because she was worried we'd get ants in the house, which she probably was right. No. And it lasted. I mean, I wanted it so bad, and I was way too old to be playing with like a Dr. Dreadful like toy lab at that point. But I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Sure, I was going with my friends and buying Jenny McCarthy and Pamela Anderson like lingerie posters at Spencer's when I was with them, and then going home uh, after I uh, I sullied myself going into my treehouse and firing on my Doctor Dreadful food and and drink lab. Sure. Oh, I'm, you go and you 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 fire up your Doctor Dreadful lab in your. Yes, after. Oh, I okay. worked up an appetite. In my bedroom with the door locked <laughs> ew what Ew! no one no one knew what you were talking about until then you had to go there <laughs> of course i didn't uh your overreaction really sold that thank Thanks. you Scooter. uh but yes uh, uh i was so jealous that my sister uh, had and I, I i constantly wanted to get it so she had it on the top shelf of her closet, and I was like, let's get the Easy Bake Oven out. That's where Mama hides the cookies. Listen, we could all be eating cakes right now if you just tell Mom you want to play <laughs> with your Easy Bake fucking oven. I'll, I'll do the work. God damn it. That was a true, like, end, you know, means to an end. We all yeah, eat cake. If you go to Mom, hey, Mom, I want some cake. She's like, no, go fuck yourself. If you're like, Mom, I want to play Easy Bake Oven. Oh, okay. You can go play Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> yep. I got some cake. But that thing was one. I forgot it to burning the house down. So my mom was always, I don't know why they just let us stay down there and play with the fucking creepy crawler oven with no worries, whatever. We're pulling fucking flaming hot fucking aluminum out of a, uh, uh, out of a <laughs> you're basically like a, a child's version of a steel mill in your basement <laughs> right yeah yeah the easy bake oven w- was fucking like ah we gotta that that requires adult supervision because you're baking things you eat uh listen i tried to eat the fucking creepy crawlers mom they weren't good now get with the fucking easy bake oven uh, i do love the smell of them 
Hashtag erotic uh, erotic grind. Yeah, me too. That that like freshly burnt uh, latex smell. Chemical or smell. Chemical yeah, smell. just. Mm. Yeah, the the goop smell, the the solidified goop smell of a of a well done, creepy crawler. <sighs> yeah, those bulbs. I don't know. They they the cooking bulbs. They were a special breed. Yeah, I don't even know if you can buy a light bulb that produces enough heat nowadays for that to even work. I know. I don't think it's uh now the Easy Bake Oven probably runs on nuclear fusion. Oh, what's the fun in that? You can't burn yourself on that. All right. Or probably, can you? probably has some sort when of... When there's in, when there's instructions with your Easy Bake Oven how to dispose of your rods when you're done with it. Right. Oh, our automatic thing that closes our garage just triggered. Oh. I got one of them, too, now. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always had one, but I kind of took it over from day one and kept my tools in there. Yeah. What, a garage or an automatic opener? Well, both. Well, but I immediately barred my door shut so it couldn't open because Now Mrs. Squeezer will know my tools. when you leave at you know, 1230 at night to get a McDonald's chicken nugget uh, super value mail. <laughs> I got a sliding door in the back. <laughs> How are you going to get your car out? It's only like, it's like uh, half a mile from my house. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's your advantage. <laughs> That's still half a mile, Squeezer. Well, though it's not the worst thing I can do to my... I just cut through the cornfield as the crow flies, so they say. As the crow flies. I, I just step out from the <laughs> cornfield like fucking children of the corn and... Get my quarter pounder and. I was gonna ask of... what would what what's your late night? I'm drunk. Um, I want McDonald's meal. Uh, p- regular old basic ass cheeseburgers. Just. But a lot of them. It's a volume <laughs> thing. <laughs> See, I go for the McNugget meal every time. Well, that too. That too. I I I, I sheepishly went and I was so fucking mad at myself. It was during Music Fest. I didn't get that. Could and. Well, Siri's talking to me. And I was I was star you know I was starving but I only starving because I was drinking, and it was uh-huh. it was twelve ten and that McDonald's on Cedarcrest is open twenty four hours as far as I knew. Yes, it is. So I drove up there like at, as fast as I could. I was so excited I'm gonna get the fucking chicken nugget, uh, ten piece with barbecue sauce, and and a you know, large fry and the fries are gonna be gone before I get home, and I got there and they close at. Fucking midnight because of COVID nineteen. Ah! What? You think at like two in the morning? That's when you're gonna get it? What? What? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Well, no, I guess that's when they should be open. Close during the day when people come. Yeah, right. I was so I was like mad at myself for being a fat ass, but then I was so mad. I was. It's that feeling of anger and shame you get when you try to get fast food at twelve thirty, but it's closed. Yeah, but you do it anyway. I couldn't. I went, nah, the, I went nah, home and ate chips. It. No, I would have. If it was open, I would have got it. I, I, I would be eating my shame in the McNuggets and, and, and fries. But um, it wasn't. So it was, it was, yeah, Easy Mac, the Velveeta Easy Mac with sriracha and chips instead. So, so oh, okay. Which is a poor substitution for chicken nuggets. Yeah. I wanted them chicky chicky nug nugs. 
Why is it this show makes me so hungry? I know. Sorry, we've been known to do that. All right, your last pick, Handsome Face. Here it is. I apologize for this. and then you start talking over it. I I pumped the bass all the way up. Killed pumped oh, out nice, low end. Yeah. Cuz they're ace of bass. Yeah, yeah, yes, it's the ace of the bass, right? Yeah. So everyone's car um, speakers are blown out. Thanks to me. I I, I, I I had I had the uh, I had the cassettes. So did I. They were on Casey's Top 40. This isn't a guilty pleasure. This is a pleasure squeezer. If this is one of the look back guilty pleasures, uh, no, right? No, no. This, this, this should be a guilty pleasure. All right. There. Now on with the countdown. Joe from uh, San Francisco called and said he wants to hear Ace of Bass because that's his go-to music for getting his groove on. All right, Joe. Here's some Ace of Bass. I'm Casey Gazem. On with the countdown. <laughs> How awesome was Casey's Top 40? Oh, it was great. That was like, it, mu- was... it wasn't must-see TV. It was, like, I feel fucking old as fucking saying this now, but it was must-hear radio. Like, Sunday night, going to bed, we went to bed. I, I went to bed, and as soon as, when I was, like, older, I went to bed with Casey's Top 40. Like, having an FM radio and putting B104 on to listen to Casey's Top 40 yep. was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, I used to record it, too. Yeah, so did I. Oh, yeah, that's how you got most of your songs. But he would play, like, clips of them sometimes to get through it faster. I hated that. The big gainers always got full play, but some of them were, like, you know, short versions of it. Yeah. Well, that, that's where... Uh... It was what where the I... hell was that done? Uh, MTV, they ripped off the same model. Slate. I'm tired. Oh, um, the total TRL. TRL total request. It's like uh, all, total request yeah, live. All, all, all the songs you wanted to hear, like me, like oh wow, orgies. Uh, blue Monday gonna be on top ten, but it's like number ten. Say so play like four seconds of Blue Monday. I'm like great. How does it feel? Britney Spears is gonna tell the next song. <laughs> um. But yeah, I was, uh, I I was obsessed with uh, Ace of Base. Like they were, like they were sadly like one of my first big, um, breakouts from like your your dad's genres. Like you know, you grow up listening to everything your dad listens to, and then like you find something on your own. And yeah, mine was probably Ace of Base. That was Warren G for me. We talked about it, uh, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah. Regulators, the whole album was my yeah, shit. Yeah, I wish I, I, w- I wish I could say that. I, was, um, I feel so cool right now. Oh, oh th- th- this, song, this song cool is moments. the guilty pleasure of, uh, of Ace of Base. Because I, I think they do have um, uh, m- much 
better songs. I, I think, actually, I believe Don't Turn Around is an actual good song. Uh, actually, um, Squeezer, I'm going to have to be completely honest with you, and I don't even know if I could say the name so we don't get a fucking copyright warning, but I think mine was Lucas with the lid on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that came before I warned you. Fucking Lucas. Um... Yeah, and, and they had they had some big hits, and and the other thing too was, uh, my sister was big into them, and her friends were, and I just wanted to fit in, and uh, yeah, I, I they, it was catchy, and I was a kid uh, with a lot of energy, and it was a lot of it was good music to run around like an idiot and burn energy to, and it worked, right. It did. I, I mean, if Casey Kasem's spinning it, we wanted it. Ferris brings up something about Ace of Base being white supremacist propaganda, and this isn't the first time I've heard this. I've I've heard it, and I never looked I into never it. I never heard that. I have, and now, as soon as we go off the air, I know what I'm doing for the rest of my evening. I saw the sign. Is that uh, TV Ace of Base Vice? Ace of Base secret Nazi past. Vice. Oh, this is real news. Well, they're white people from Europe. Yeah, of course. Before he founded Ace of Base, Ulf Ekberg was a neo-Nazi skinhead. Did Ekberg use Ace of Base's success as an opportunity to erase his neo-Nazi past or rise to a position of geopolitical influence? Well, I, he really didn't get any geopolitical influence. I'm sorry, Squeezer. <laughs> Ace of Base, they really didn't, I think, influence anyone politically or, or No, no, I, I think you're confusing that with Chumbawamba. Yes. Not only that, he created a platform for his ideals through his Nazi punk band Commit Suicide, which sang songs with explicit racist lyrics. How explicit? I'm not going to, I can't sing that, but it's like men in white hoods march down the road. We enjoy ourselves when we're song off uh, explicit word heads. Immigrants, we hate you. Out, out, out. Nordic people, wake up now. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Wow. In addition to performing with Commit Suicide, Achberg was a member of the Sweden <laughs> Democrats, a political party that publicly rejected any ties to neo-Nazism. Hmm. I'm going to dig deeper here. This is, God damn it, now the Ace of Base is getting interesting. Yeah, right. For the first time in my life, Ace of Base is interesting. I, I, I see Netflix doc all over this. Vice, Viceland, come on. I'm sure Viceland's Ooh, already yeah. done something. Or um, Vox on, on uh, Netflix. Oh, yeah. I like the bang girl talk for real, though. I did not know any of this. I have to. Uh, this is. A, I'm gonna do a deep dive, uh, a squeezer deep dive in this. Oh, you mean you start and then, like, in about 15 minutes, you trail off into something else and completely lose interest? Yes. Okay. All right, keep going on Ace of Base, sir. Sorry, we derailed you. Oh no no no! I I that's why I, I I saved it for last just because I wanted it stuck in everyone's head and that's good enough. Uh, I I don't have unfortunately. I wish I would have thought about this more. Uh, I, I always thought it was just one of those things that someone made up online. Uh, 
so I didn't give it any thought. But the fact that it has legs uh, means uh, this became more interesting. But yeah, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. They were they were very. It they made some catchy songs, um, despite perhaps their horrific past. Um, I don't think they the, ever the music, uh, pushed the white supremacist agenda with their music because I don't. And and if they did, they did a horrible job. Right. Just a little off. Yeah. Because if they did, it's like real, this is this is what white people are doing. This, yeah. this is so supreme. Um. FYI, they added more, even more. Uh, this is totally off topic. New generation WWF superstars episodes to the network from March '93 to May '93. I lived for these superstars. That's the only reason I pay ten bucks a month. Uh, for WWE Network. I as soon as we get off the podcast and I upload it, WWE Network's going on and new episodes of Superstars are loading. Nice. All right, I think it's time for my next, my last pick. Whoa, Mr. Squeezer. Okay, lunch is over. Now back to work. <laughs> Hiya, Mr. Flintstone. Greetings, Rocky, my boy. Pack of Winstons, please. Oh, you like them Winston cigarettes, huh, Mr. Flintstone? Mm, but of course, they really got something. You bet your life. Folks who really enjoy smoking know it's what's up front that counts. And that's where Winston steps out ahead of the crowd with their exclusive filter blend. Choice golden tobaccos, specially selected and specially processed for filter smoke. Hold it, hold it. Hey, what you mean? What are you pitching Winston's at me for? You know I never smoke nothing else. Just practicing, Mr. Flintstone. Everybody knows that Winston tastes good, like a cigarette should. Yeah. See you soon, Rocky. See you soon, Rocky. So the reason why I play this uh, advertisement of cigarettes towards <laughs> children was because of bubblegum cigarettes. Not No, not smoking, Sean. I never smoked actual cigarettes, surprisingly. I never even tried a cigarette. I smoked a hell of weed, tons of marijuana plants. I've never smoked a tobacco plant. I don't even like um, cigars. Squeeze, you know my hate and disdain for cigars and cigarettes. Oh, I know. Uh, but um, that's why I change my shirt when I go to cigar plots. Yeah. So as a kid, uh, though, I I had a bad habit. The Magic Bubble uh, bubblegum cigarettes. Uh, they marketed c cigarettes to kids, like with candy and bubblegum cigarettes. Like they they were the uh, uh, knockoffs of the actual brands, like Lucky Strike and Winston and Marble and whatnot. And they were they were a little uh, different colored bubble gum wrapped in white paper with uh, confectionery sugar in them. And when you blow through the paper, a puff of smoke would come out. And that was the coolest thing in the planet squeezer, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The bubble gum cigarettes were fucking the number one most requested uh, candy I think I had as a kid. It's all we wanted was bubble gum cigarettes. Candy cigarettes mm -hmm. were okay. But, but and, and bubblegum cigarettes were fucking 
are you kidding me? And and you you took every single one of them pretending to smoke until you couldn't oh, anymore. It was great because I'm just hanging out with my dad, just taking a drag, and there yeah, he, right. there he is taking like, a drag on his Winston's, on his Winston's, like like just like Fred. Yeah, uh, and we had bubblegum cigars too, and and now you see them in like pink, yellow, purple, green colors. But when I was a kid, they were brown, and my dad would burn garbage in the backyard. <clears throat> Because back it was legal to burn garbage, and so when we'd be burning garbage with them, he'd be smoking his. He smoked black and milds back in the day, <laughs> so or like a big cigar. And when he'd smoke a cigar, he bought us the brown bubblegum cigars, and we thought we were so cool, chewing on our cigars, the ends of our our bubblegum cigars, just like Dad, smoking cigars, uh, uh, while we burned garbage in the backyard. Uh, but yeah, that was a guilty pleasure as a kid, uh, pretending to be, everything was a cigarette to you, uh, to me, I'm sorry, uh, um, pretzel rods especially were, uh, cigars and cigarettes, like depending mm-hmm. on their, their width, their diaran, dia, dia, dia uh, their math. And, um, for, for all the pretend. <laughs> For all the pretending I did to smoke when I was a kid, I'm surprised I never, I never, uh, I was never into cigarettes uh, ever, like actual things. I know we'd go to like Texaco at two in the morning and my friend Will would get uh, like one of the older kids to buy him a pack of cigarettes and he'd smoke a Camel Wise and I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I don't want to, they seem, they smell disgusting, so I'm not interested. But, um, but not not to say I never smoked anything because you know hella weed squeezer like I said. Oh yeah, sure. And congratulations, Sean, for being twenty nine months smoke free. Uh, Yay! But that's it. That's guilty pleasures. That's our Monday night show. Monday night, right? Ah, that hurt. You see what I did there, Monday Night Rad? I stole that one. Yeah, some, I, yeah. Someone said that earlier. <laughs> Just stole it from them and did my McMahon voice. So that was it. Um, this is a fun show. Guilty pleasures. I kind of like threw this out there, and you ran with it, and then I ran with it. No, that was a good one. I'm like, yeah. oh, that is clever. Well, uh, some occasionally, Squeezer, I can have a clever idea. And once, you get your moments. Well, I have my moments. I put the link to the Weird Vice article about Ace of Base in the group chat. If any of you want to go down the rabbit hole tonight, go on to YouTube.com slash Podcast. Check out the group chat and see it near the end when we're talking about this. Vice.com. Uh, if you have never done it, um, it, it helps us to to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Uh, Spotify, if you can do it. I don't even know if you can do it there. Uh, that also helps. Uh, we'll be back in two days wednesday night talking about some summer memories right squeezer oh snap i gotta get my shit together you might hear some repeats you might not Uh, yeah because i I think i think i've run the course of my summer i only have what this is the fourth one right yes so that's three times five yeah i only have 15 summer memories so well you're gonna have to repeat some of them i but best of show but it's gonna be it's you know you, when Rolling Stones come to town, you want them to play the hits. So, not that we're Rolling Stones, but not that they're right here. So, it, it goes both ways. Right? 
Um, yeah. Mick Jagger is not Squeezer, so. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, so we'll be back in two days live on youtube.com slash rad years podcast. You can watch, you can, you can follow along with rad years podcast live and chat with us like all these fine people do. Or you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out radiers.com. Email us if you want to yell at us for picking something stupid or just enjoy us. Uh, we're coming up on our fourth anniversary. We have a whole long list of fun shows to get you through the year, Squeezer. Do we not? We do. Uh, we'll yeah. Be, we'll be back Wednesday. Same rad time, same rad channel. I'm RK. Squeezer. You guys have a good night.